Well, Shabbat Shalom, brothers and sisters. Glad to see everyone back for another edition of God Honest Truth live stream. And please bear with us tonight as we just recently had some issues that came up. Camera malfunctioned there for a second. We've had audio issues. So hopefully everything's going to go smoothly from here on out. But if not, just bear with us and we'll get back with you as soon as we can. However, if you are joining us for the first time, just know this is not the way things always go, but we would like to say shalom and welcome. We enjoy having you here, and if you'd like to find out more about us, you can go to GodHonestTruth.com. There you can find out all the information about us. You can find out information to further your Hebrew learning and teaching, find information and resources to help you in your faith. You just audio Bibles and all kinds of articles and videos and stuff like that. So go check us out on GodHonestTruth.com. And of course, if you need to reach us, you can always contact us through one of our many social media profiles or through our email. Just email us directly at team at GodHonestTruth.com. Now tonight, we're going to be doing another scriptural dossier on the life and times of Jacob, the third of the biblical patriarchs. So make sure to stay tuned for that. But like always, before we get to that, we're going to be doing our liturgy, our Torah portion, our Hoff Torah portion, and our Brit Hadashah portion. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into our liturgy. Oh, <laughs> Blessed be his name, whose glorious kingdom is for eternity. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And have these words which I command you this day be upon your heart. And you shall teach them diligently to your children, and speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall bind them for a sign upon your hand, and let them be frontlets between your eyes. And you shall write them on the doorpost of your house and upon your gates. Our 
So in the way of announcements this week, of course, we're definitely going to give you all of the upcoming episodes for the next about two months or so. Like I said, tonight is going to be all about Jacob and another scriptural dossier. So stay tuned for that after our liturgy and tour portions. And then next week, we're going to be doing a drosh on adultery. The week after that, we'll be doing a drosh on worship. So definitely stay tuned for that. That's going to be really, really involved there. And of course, the rest of the list is up there for your viewing pleasure. And once again, like always, we'll be giving well, you Shalom, the brothers and sisters. list of upcoming feast days back for, for the another next year, edition all the way up of God Honest Shavuot Truth live stream. And please and bear with us tonight, next upcoming feast day is going to be had some Rua, issues that came up, what they camera Rosh malfunction there for a second, on sunset audio issues, so hopefully everything's going to go smoothly from here on out, but if not, just bear with us, and we'll get back with you as soon as we can. And like always, make sure stay tuned to God Honest Truth live stream about two weeks before the feast day, because we'll be doing a drosh just on that feast day. That way you'll have plenty of time to learn about the feast day, be able to get prepared for it, all those good things. So make sure to stay tuned for that drosh. There you can find you can out ready all the information about us. coming up. You can find out information to further your Hebrew as learning always, and be teaching. Sure to keep find the information and resources to help you in your faith. Places audio in your Bibles prayers. and all kinds of like scripture tells and videos, us be stuff in like prayer for the peace of so Jerusalem. Go check us out. But also on God, keep on in prayer the entire nation of Jerusalem. And of course, in your you need to reach us. Well. You can always contact and us through one country of our many social media in. profiles. Keep your country or through in our prayers email. Because just email us directly at no team the is perfect. at godhonestprayers.com. Especially here in the United States. Now tonight, we're going to be doing another scriptural dossier as a whole. On the live time of Jacob, the third of the biblical patriarchs. If you have any prayer requests or announcements that you would like to have announced live on air, we're Make sure to have those into us by Thursday evening portion, at the latest, our because we portion, do go live our on Friday evenings at 8 p.m. So, with Eastern that being said, let's go ahead and dive Eastern into our liturgy, time, whichever way you want to call it, or whichever time of year it is. Also, if you have not heard from previous episodes, or if you have not tuned in until now, we are doing audio podcasts of each live stream that we do. Make sure to go to our website, go to the Our Ministry menu, and then click on Connect Socially, and that will take you to all of the different audio podcasts that we have available that you can subscribe to. That way, if you prefer the audio version instead of the video version, then you've got both ways. And of course, we also have the video version on demand, and that usually starts about Saturday morning sometime, or up by Saturday morning sometime anyways. So you can always check that out on our website. Just go to the main page, GodHonestTruth.com, and there should be a post right there starting Saturday morning for the previous night's live stream. And if you follow that post, not only can you see the video, but you can also see all of the drosh slides that went with that live stream. That way, if you happen to miss something or you didn't get something down in your notes, you can go through the slides at your own pace. And pause on one section or go back to another section. This makes it so much more convenient than watching it on one of the video platforms that we have available. So, with all that being said, let's go ahead and get back into our liturgy. Yahweh Eloheinu Yahweh Echad Blessed are you, O Lord our God, who has given us the way of salvation in Messiah Yeshua. He walked among us, filled with your spirit. The only one who ever perfectly fulfilled your Torah. He healed the sick and raised the dead. The multitudes of our people the Lord our God, The Lord is one. He taught as Blessed no man taught. His name, with his glorious, glorious kingdom, kingdom is for eternity. Of the Torah. 
And you How shall the love the Lord your God, the lepers he touched heart, and made clean, with all your soul, How the despised and with and all your might, found love and release from their sin. And have these words sin. which I command you this day, be upon your heart, whose words uncovered their sin. And you shall teach them diligently to your children, acquainted with grief. When you sit in the sins of Israel, when you walk by the way, all you lie like sheep have gone astray. Turn every one to his own way. Our iniquities were laid upon you. Let them be frontlets between your eyes. The world, his burden shall write them on the doorpost of your house. He rose. On the dead and open the way to life everlasting. Praise His name. We are in Him. His spirit and power. So in the way of announcements this week, with joy of course, we're peace. definitely going to give you all of the upcoming episodes are you, for the next oh Lord, about two God, months or so. Who has given like us said, tonight is going to be all about Jacob for the sake of our master dossier. And his so stay tuned for virtues. that after our liturgy and, and in my mouth. And in the next week, we'll be doing a drosh on adultery. Oh Lord, my week after that, we'll be doing a drosh on worship. So definitely stay tuned for that. That's going to be really, really involved there. And, of course, the rest of the list is up there Avinu for your viewing pleasure. And once again, like always, we'll Tavo, be giving you the brothers and sisters <clears throat> of upcoming Tavo, 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 back for another edition of, of God's Truth for the time next year. And, please and of course, our next upcoming feast is going to be we have some issues that came up. What they call malfunction there for a second. Our Father in Heaven, Hallowed be Thy name. Hopefully, everything's going to be smooth. Sunset, I will be done. Set up with us, and like always, make sure to stay tuned to God on His Word. If you are joining us for the first time, just know this is not the way things always go. But we would like to say shalom and welcome. That way, you'll have plenty of time to learn about and like to find out more about it. Prepare for it. Go to God on His Truth. So make sure to stay tuned. Give us. There you can find out ready all the information for about us are coming up. You can find out information to trespass against us. Hebrew, as always, be sure to find the information and resources that help you in your faith. Audio Bible, prayers, and all kinds of articles and stuff like that. Prayer for the peace of Jerusalem. But also God honors the entire nation of Jerusalem in your prayers as well. You can always contact whichever country you live in. Keep your thine or through our email account. Just email us directly at godhonestruth.com. Now tonight... We're going to be doing another scriptural dossier the as a whole, on the life and times of leaders. Jacob, the third of the biblical patriarchs. Like always, make sure to stay tuned for that. But like always, we announce live before we get into that. Make sure to have us into our liturgy, our Thursday morning, our Sunday 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 morning, May the Lord grant His people mercy. May the Lord bless His people with peace. Also, if you have not heard from the Lord's greatest with episodes. Let us exalt him to the so now. We are and doing audio whenever the cares went for each live thing that we do. Arise, O Lord. Make sure to go to our website scatter. Go to the R Ministry Next Social And that will take you to the show from audio to podcast and the word available that you can subscribe to. That way if you prefer the audio version or the video version Israel, then you've got both ways. And of course we also have the video version on demand. Alright. And tonight's tour portion. It's going to be Genesis chapter 48, verse 1, through chapter 49, verse 26. And we'll give you just a moment to find that in your preferred translation at home. Genesis chapter 48, verse 1. 
And after these events, it came to be that it was said to Yosef, See, your father is sick, and he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And Yaakov was told, See, your son Yosef is coming to you. And Yisrael strengthened himself and sat up on the bed. And Yaakov said to Yosef, El Shaddai appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me, and said to me, See, I am making you fruitful and shall increase you and make of you an assembly of peoples and give this land to your seed after you as an everlasting possession. And now your two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, who were born to you in the land of Mitzrayim, before I came to you in Mitzrayim, are mine, as Reuben and Shimon, are my, they are mine. Your offspring, whom you shall bring forth after them, are yours, and let them be called by the name of their brothers in their inheritance. And I, when I came from Padan, Rahel died beside me in the land of Canaan on the way, when there was but a little distance to go to Ephrath. And I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. And Yisrael saw Yosef's sons and said, Who are these? And Yosef said to his father, They are my sons whom Elohim has given me in this place. And he said, Please bring them to me and let me bless them. And the eyes of Yisrael were dim with age, and he was unable to see. And he drew them near him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Yisrael said to Yosef, I had not thought to see your face, but see, Elohim has also shown me your seed. So Yosef brought them from between his knees, and he bowed down with his face to the earth. And Yosef took them both, Ephraim with his right hand toward Yisrael's left hand, and Manasseh with his left hand toward Yisrael's right hand, and brought them near him. And Yisrael stretched out his right hand and laid it on Ephraim's head, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, consciously directing his hands, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Yosef and said, The Elohim before whom my fathers Abraham and Yitzhak walked, the Elohim who has fed me all my life long to this day, the messenger who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the use. And let my name be called upon them, and the name of my fathers Abraham and Yitzhak, and let them increase to a multitude in the midst of the earth. And when Yosef saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it was evil in his eyes, and he took hold of his father's hand to remove it from the head of Ephraim to the head of Manasseh. And Yosef said to his father, Not so, my father, for this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He also becomes a people, and he also is great, and yet his younger brother is greater than he, and his seed is to become the completeness of the nations. And he blessed them on that day, saying, In you Yisrael shall bless, saying, Elohim make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh. Thus he put Ephraim before Manasseh, and Yisrael said to Yosef, See, I am dying, but Elohim shall be with you and bring you back to the land of your fathers. And I, I have given to you one portion above your brothers, which I took from the hand of the Amorite with my sword and with my bow. And Jacob called his sons and said, Gather together, so that I declare to you what is to befall you in the last days. Gather together and hear, you sons of Jacob, and listen to Yisrael your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my power, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of exaltation, and the excellency of power. 
Boiling like water, you do not excel, because you went up to your father's bed, then you defiled it. He went up to my couch. Shimon and Levi are brothers. Their weapons are implements of violence. Let my being not enter their council. Let my esteem not be united to their assembly, because they killed a man in their displeasure, and they lamed an ox in pleasure. Cursed be their displeasure, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. You, Yehuda, your brothers praise you. Your hand is on the neck of your enemies. Your father's children bow down before you. Yehuda is a lion's cub. From the prey you have gone up, my son. He bowed down, he crouched like a lion. And like a lion, who does rouse him? The scepter shall not turn aside from Yehuda, nor an scriber from between his feet, until Shiloh comes, and to him is the obedience of peoples. Binding his donkey to the vine, and his donkey's colt to the choice vine, he washed his garments in wine, and his robes in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine, and his teeth whiter than milk. Zebulun dwells at the seashore, he is a haven for ships, and his border is unto Zidon. Yasaskar is a strong donkey lying down between two burdens, and he saw that a resting place was good, and that the land was pleasant, and he inclined his shoulder to bear a burden, and became a subject to slave labor. Dan rightly rules his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan is a serpent by the way, an adder by the path, that bites the horse's heel so that its rider falls backwards. I have waited for your deliverance, O Yahweh. Gad, a raiding band raids him, but he raids its heel. Bread from Asher is rich, and he gives delicacies of a sovereign. Naphtali is a deer let loose. He gives words of elegance. Yosef is an offshoot of a fruit-bearing tree, an offshoot of a fruit-bearing tree by a fountain. His branches run over a wall. And the archers have bitterly grieved him, shot at him, and hated him. But his bow remained in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel, from the El of your father who helps you, and by the Almighty who blesses you with blessings of the heavens from above, blessings of the deep that lies beneath, blessings of the breast and of the womb. The blessings of your father have excelled the blessings of my ancestors up to the limit of the everlasting hills. They are on the head of Yosef and on the crown of the head of him who was separated from his brothers. His hands, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Yosef and said, The Elohim before Yahweh, my father Abraham Melech and Yitzhak walked, the Asher Elohim Lanu who has fed me all my life long to this day, the messenger who has redeemed me from all evil, Yahweh, bless the Torah. And let my name be called Amen. upon them, and the name of my fathers Abraham the Torah and Yitzhak, Moses and let them increase the to a multitude in the midst in of the earth. with the Lord's command by the hand of Moses. And when Yosef saw that his father laid his right hand to those who take hold of him, he was evil in his eyes, and he took hold of his father's hand ways of to remove it from the head of Ephraim to the head of Manasseh. Bring us back, Lord, to you. And Yosef said to his father, And we shall come. Not so, Renew my our father, days, for this one old. is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and it's said, I know, my son, I know. He also becomes a people, and he also is great. And yet his younger brother is greater than he, and his seed is to become the completeness of the nations. 
And he blessed them on that day, saying, In you, Yisrael shall bless, saying, Elohim, make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh. Thus he put Ephraim before Manasseh. And Yisrael said to Yosef, See, I am dying. Elohim shall be with you and bring you back to the land of your fathers. And I, I have given to you one portion above your brothers, which I took from the hand of the Amorite with my sword and with my bow. And Yaakov called his sons and said, Gather together so that I declare to you what is to befall you in the last days. Gather together and hear, you sons of Yaakov, and listen to Yisrael, your Blessed father. are you, O Lord our God, you are King my firstborn, my power is chosen beginning of my strength, to speak words the excellency of, truth. of exaltation Amen. and the excellency of power. Boiling like water, you do not excel because you wimp. All right, and tonight's Haftorah portion is going to be Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 through 7. And we'll give you just a moment to find that in your preferred translation at home. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1. But now, thus said Yahweh, your creator, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I am with you, and through rivers, they do not overflow you. When you walk through fire, you are not scorched, and a flame does not burn you. For I am Yahweh, your Elohim, the set-apart one of Israel, your Savior. I gave Mitzrayim for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my eyes, you have been esteemed, and I have loved you. And I give men in your place and peoples for your life. Do not fear, for I am with you. I shall bring your seed from the east and gather you from the west. I shall say to the north, Give them up, and to the south, Do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. All those who are called by my name, whom I have created, formed, even made for my esteem. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. All those who are called by my name, whom I have created, Blessed are formed, you, O Lord our God, for my King esteem. of the universe, who has given us the living Bring word my sons from afar, Yeshua, and my Blessed daughters you, from the ends Lord, of the earth. Giver of the renewed All those covenant. who are called by my name, whom Amen. I have created, Blessed are you, formed, O Lord our God, for my King esteem. of the universe, who has given us. All right, and tonight's Brit Hadashah portion is going to be John chapter 16, verses 25 through 33. And once again, we'll give you just a moment to find that in your preferred translation at home. John chapter 16, verse 25. These words I have spoken to you in figures of speech, but an hour is coming when I shall no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but I shall declare the Father, <clears throat> the Father plainly to you. In that day you shall ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father on your behalf. For the Father himself does love you because you have loved me and have believed that I come forth from the Father. 
I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His taught ones said to him, See, now you are speaking plainly and not using figure of speech. Now we know that you know all and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you came forth from Elohim. Yeshua answered them, Do you now believe? See, an hour is coming and has now come that you are scattered, each to his own, and leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These words I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you have pressure, but take courage, I have overcome the world. Alone, because the Father is with me. These words I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In Baruch the world you have Yahweh, pressure, but Eloheinu take courage, I have overcome the world. Asher natan lanu hadavar ha'imad olam These words I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. Baruch atah Yahweh, Eloheinu melech ha'olam, King of the universe, because the Father is with me, these words I have planted to you, Baruch atah Yahweh, that in me we'll be getting to tonight's drosh portion. Say it like it's a Torah portion, but it's really not, because Torah takes precedence and greater hierarchy over a drosh any day. But we'll be getting to the drosh here shortly. While we do that, we're going to take a short break just to check on our streams real quick. And while we're checking on the streams, why don't you go down below here and write us a comment down below of what you know about Joseph or anything at all. You just say hi or shalom because we always love hearing from you and love seeing which particular platform you are using. While you're down there, make sure to also hit that subscribe button and ring the bell so that you can be notified every time we go live or when we upload a new on-demand video. And before you leave, also make sure to hit that share button and share it around with your friends, families, or coworkers, anyone you, you think might enjoy this type of content. And also don't forget that we are multi-streaming nowadays. We're streaming to YouTube, Facebook, Odyssey, and also Twitch. So if you have trouble with one, you can always go check out one of the other live streams so that you won't ever lose out on the stream that's happening. And if we have trouble with one of the streams, then you can be sure that we'll have a stream up on one of those other platforms. However, streaming to four different platforms at one time does take its toll on the internet bandwidth here. So we are thinking about cutting one of those streams out. And the one that we're going to cut out is whichever one has the lowest viewership on it. So whichever one that you prefer, make sure you go and watch that when you watch the live stream so that we know which live stream has the highest viewer count. And if we decide to cut out one of the streams, we'll be cutting out the one with the lowest live views on it. If that makes sense. Whoever's watching that stream during live stream, the least amount, that's the one's going to cut out. Yeah, it's getting really confusing now, but yeah, everything looks good. All four are up and going, so that's awesome. All right, so let's go ahead and start getting into our drosh for tonight. Uh, 
like I said, tonight's drosh is going to be all about right, so the patriarch Jacob, into his life, and what happened in his life, especially the most important things. Now, the story of Jacob takes up about 24 chapters in Genesis. That's a lot. Like Actually, I said, tonight's drosh. Genesis only has about be all 50 about chapters patriarch Jacob, and Jacob, the life of Jacob, takes up 24 of those. That's like almost now, half. The story of Jacob. Almost Exactly half about of the 50 books of So we can't go through almost half and read all of the scriptures in Genesis that pertain to Jacob. We would be here a very, very long time. We can't go through So we are going to be reading some scriptures. We're also going to be pointing out other highlights of Jacob's life and giving you the scripture verses for those if you would like to go back and read those too. But for the sake of time, and narrow down the Scripture we're going to limit the amount of readings we do and the amount of information we put in here. And on the main video, we're going to go for limit three, four hours in the amount of readings we do and the amount of information we put in here. But I don't want to be sitting here for four hours. I'm sure you don't want to watch the live stream for four hours. So we kind of narrow down the scope of the but certain time frames. Keep it in. However, we kind of definitely invite you and encourage you to go through and read the scriptures all about Jacob's and all the relevant scriptures stuff like that. Very, very interesting time and very, very interesting life that he lived. And you're going to get a hint of that during the real drop. But let's go ahead and dive into it. The first mention we get of Jacob comes from Genesis 25, chapter 20 through 27. And it reads, And Yitshak was 40 years old when he took Ribka as wife. The daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean of Padan Aram, and it reads, the sister of Laban the Aramean. And Yitshak, when he took to Yahweh for his daughter, prayed to Yahweh for his wife because she was barren. And Yahweh answered his prayer, and Rizka his wife conceived. And within her, the children struggled together, and she said, If all is right, why am I this way? So she went to ask Yahweh. And within her, and Yahweh said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two people shall be separated from. And one people shall be stronger than the others, and the other, the older, serve the younger. And one people shall be separated from their bodies, and one people shall be stronger than the others, and the other, the older, serve the younger. There's the official start of Shabbat for our area. So that's turned off. I'm sorry. But anyways, the scripture portion we just read mentions the first mention of Jacob or Yaakov. But anyways, it doesn't. The scripture portion we just name him by name. Mentioned not by name. First mention of it's just telling about his mother, Ribka, or Rebecca. It doesn't scripture portion conceiving name him by name. Mentioned not by name. This one is Yaakov. It's just telling about his mother, Ribka. I'm sorry, Genesis 25 verses 25 to 27. And the first came out red all over like a hairy garment. So they called his name Esau. Genesis 25. And afterward, his brother came out with his hand holding the arms of Esau's heel. Though his name was called Yaakov. So they called his name. And Yitshak was 60 years old when his brother came when she bore his hand. And the boys grew up. And Esau became a man knowing how to hunt. And Yitshak was 60 years old when Yaakov was a complete man dwelling in tents. And the boys grew up. And Esau became a man knowing how to hunt. And Yitshak was 60 years old when his brother came when she bore his hand. And some information that will be relevant later on. You see here, Esau was a man who knew how to hunt. And he was a 
they hunted the first mission. He went out and got all game and stuff like that to eat. Well, Jacob for Yako, well, just here Esau was a man who knew how to points are going to come up later on. So remember that all game and stuff like that to eat. Jacob or Yaakov's uh, name Jacob, also Yaakov. gets changed later on too, but Jacob itself or Yaakov comes from Strong H3290, Yaakov, and it literally means heel catcher. When it grabs onto the heel or Yaakov's name, it's a planter, right? Which makes sense. That kind of comes along with what happens they were born. Him and his twin brother Esau, H3290, So some statistics about Jacob and it he was one of the three patriarchs in scripture, of course, when it grabs on to obviously along with Abraham and Isaac. He was the grandson of those two, right? Abraham and Which Isaac. Which makes sense. Later later on. I'm sorry. Son, grandson of Abraham and Six son of Isaac. Jacob. And getting things mixed up here for some reason. He, as he we just said, had a twin brother whose name was Esau. He ended up having four wives, along with Leah, Bilhah, Zilpah, and Rachel. the grandson of those two. And of course, those are the anglicized versions and of their name. We'll get into their here for some other names later on. But you remember his father Isaac, he, as he only had said, one wife compared to other people in scripture who had multiple wives. Esau, Abraham, he ended up had Isaac, as only had minimum two, but possibly three compared to other people. Right. And know he had a total of three over Abraham, he ended up had, but Yaakov or Jacob, only had minimum two, but possibly three compared to Leah, Bilhah, Zilpah, and had Rachel. He also fathered 12 sons who later became known as the 12 tribes of Israel. Leah, Bilhah, Zilpah, and Rachel. only had one daughter, at least one daughter. Father 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 ordered 12 in scripture, 13 children all together, 12 tribes of Israel. Leah, Bilhah, and of course, only his son's names are Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, Yisuskar, Zebulun, Yosef, and Benjamin. Reuben, I meant to put down his daughter's name too, his daughter's name is Dinah. And there's a huge story during the life of Jacob in Genesis. I meant to put down his daughter's name Dinah. His daughter's name, we'll get to that later on too. Well, and there's a huge story during the life of Jacob in Genesis. Let's put that in starting with Dinah. But we'll get to Dinah later on too. And when there's a huge Jacob or Yaakov and Esau went through life before they got married and all that stuff. And when Jacob, I'm sorry, Jacob Esau was out hunting one day and he came in really tired. Now, scripture says about married and all that stuff. And when there's Genesis 25, 29, was out hunting one day, and he came in, and Yaakov really cooked his stew, now, and Esau yeah, came in from the field, and he was weary. And Esau said to Yaakov, Please feed me with that same red stew, and for I am weary. That is why his name was called Edom. But Yaakov said, Sell me your birthright today. And Esau said, Look, I am going to die, so why should I have his name? Then Yaakov said, Swear to me today, sell me your birthright today. And Esau said, Right, Look, Yaakov, I'm going to die. Yaakov then so gave Esau bread and stew of Then Yaakov said, and he ate and drank and rose up and left. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Yaakov then gave Esau So when Esau came in from hunting and stuff like that, and he wanted something to eat and rose up and Jacob gave him something to eat. But Esau gave him his birthright. Now Esau was the eldest son. They were twins. Esau came out first, so he was the oldest. Therefore he gave him all his came from Along with Esau, Esau was the eldest son, right? The double portion of parents. Esau came out first, so he was the but he just he sold all, his all that birthright that, that, that he had, right? The double portion of parents. Esau was the eldest son, right? The double portion of parents. Esau was the eldest son, right? The double portion of parents. 
he's going to come and be important later on, too. Birthright, that he's always the son, Something else important to keep in mind. Genesis 25-28. And Yishak loved Esau because he ate of his wild game. But Rebekah was important to keep in mind. Rebekah loved Yaakov. And Yishak loved Esau because he ate of his wild game. Now, Isaac loved Esau, the oldest brother, right? But Rebekah loved Jacob. This pretty much saying, now Isaac plays out here. Watch this, the oldest brother, right? All starting to come together. Rebekah loved Jacob. In Genesis 27, Isaac is growing old, and he calls his eldest son Esau, all starting to come together, into his tent or wherever he was, in order to bless him, right? But Isaac told Esau to go out and have some game and prepare a meal for him and bring it back so they can eat it into his tent or wherever he was, in order to bless him, right? Rebecca, their mother, overheard the conversation going on, and she works up a plan to do an end run around, right? So that Jacob can get the blessing and not Esau. So Jacob deceives his father, Isaac, into thinking that he's actually Esau, but not Esau. Me and puts on some animal skin so he can still carry like Esau is. So he deceives his father, and his father blesses Jacob. Actually, Esau instead of Esau, and puts on some. And then Esau comes back, and he discovers that everything has happened. Where Jacob gave his blessing to. I'm sorry. Actually, Esau. Rephrase that. Instead, Esau came back and found out that Isaac had given Esau's blessings to Jacob, and he got very, very mad about it. And he got so mad that he even threatened to kill Jacob. That Isaac had given. That's how mad he got. Very, very mad about it. Now, but listen to context. That he even Number one, Esau was the eldest son. So as the firstborn, the oldest, he got. Or he was now born with what was rightly recorded to firstborn according to the way that Esau was the eldest So as the firstborn, the oldest, he got. He sold that birthright. He was to Jacob, born with a bowl of food, rightly recorded to first So at that point, his blessing and birthright really should have been Jacob's firstborn, the oldest. So I don't really know if they informed Rebecca and Isaac that Jacob now should have the birthright, really should have been or not. Kind of sounds like they didn't know anything about this. Because Isaac brought Esau in to give him the blessing. And Rebecca didn't correct him and say, no, no, it should be Jacob's now. Kind of sounds like they didn't know anything about it. Rebecca did because plan to give Isaac and receive that Jacob did the blessing. didn't correct him and say, no, no, it should be Jacob's now. But in the end, the birthright that Esau sold to Jacob, Jacob ended up Isaac and receive that Jacob did the blessing. And then after Jacob learns that Esau's wanting to kill him, in the end, he goes to his uncle's house or his uncle's land to stay safe. And then, after Jacob learns that Esau's wanting to kill him, in the end, he goes to his uncle's house on his way to his uncle's house. He has a particular dream. And then, watch this. 
Jacob learns that Genesis 28, 11 through 19, and he came upon the place and stopped over for the night, for the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head, and he lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed and saw a ladder set up on the earth. And his top reached the heavens and saw messengers of Elohim going up and coming down on it. And see, Yahweh stood above it, and he lay down in that place Yahweh Elohim of Abraham, your father, and Elohim of Yitzhak, and it's the land on which you are lying. I give it to you, and your seed, and your seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and you shall break forth to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and the south. And all the clans of the earth shall be blessed in you, and in your seed. And see, I am with you, and shall guard you wherever you go, and shall bring you back to the land, and to the east, and to the south. This is where the phrase of Jacob's ladder comes from, and your right? And Jacob is traveling, it's dark, so he puts down some rock for a pillow. And so then I would choose, but he did it. This is where the and while he's asleep, he has this dream, right? And he sees Jacob is traveling, and the result of this is that he is now blessed with that same promise that Yahweh made to Abraham and to Isaac, right? And now it's on Jacob. And we continue through the line of Jacob. He is now blessed with that same promise that Yahweh made to Abraham. Sorry, I didn't Isaac, right? And now it's on For I am not going to leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. And Yaakov awoke from his sleep and said, Truly Yahweh is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of Elohim. And this is the gate of the heavens. And Yaakov rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put on his head and set it up as a standing column and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of that place, Bethel. However, the name of that city had been loose previously. And he took the stone that he had put on his head and set it up as a standing column and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of that place, Bethel. So he's fleeing from Esau, going to his uncle Laban's house previously. He has this dream about the ladder going to heaven, angels going up and down on it, and he gets the promise that was given to Abraham and then to Isaac and now to Jacob, going to his uncle Laban's house as a dream, and then he gets to his ladder Laban's house, angels going up and down on it, and he has a time there. In Genesis chapters 29 through 31, Jacob, first of all, Jacob gets there and he falls in love with Rachel, which is Laban's younger Laban's daughter. And he, and he serves Laban for seven years in order to get right? Because he's fallen in love. However, Laban deceives Jacob on his wedding night and gives him Leah and Laban for seven years in order to get right? Well, Jacob's kind of upset, feeling deceived, stuff like that. However, Laban deceives his own father his wedding night and gives him Leah and Laban for seven years. But he goes back and forth with Laban. Right. Well, Jacob says, up, okay, feeling deceived. I'm going to do another seven years of serving Laban to get Rachel. So he does. He serves Laban for another seven years. But he goes back and finally ends up marrying Rachel. Now he has seven two wives. And then, because of this whole controversy, Leah and Rachel, their sisters, are married to the same 
husband. And finally, Jacob loved Rachel And when Yahweh saw that Leah was unloved, he, Leah, and made her conceive, blessed her with conception. Husband. So she was bearing children, and Rachel wasn't. Rachel, the unloved wife, was bearing children, and the loved wife was not. He goes to show her not playing favorites, right? Or shouldn't play favorites. So she was bearing children, but Rachel wasn't. Anyways, they go on, and Leah bears children, and then Rachel's not bearing children, so she gives him her handmaid. shouldn't play favorites. So now he's got three wives, but Rachel. And then later on, Leah gives him her handmaid, and then that ends up giving Jacob four wives. Rachel's not bearing children, and all four of these together, they have different amounts of children each, but now he's got three wives. But something later on, Leah gives him all together, they have 12 sons, Jacob, and one daughter. Not bearing children, and all four of these together, they have different amounts of children each, but now he's got three wives. But something later on, So after he serves 14 years, they have trying to get one wife, Jacob ends up with two daughters. Not bearing children, and all think about that. Serving children each, but now he's got three Pretty much being a servant to someone for a wife. I mean, how many of you would do that now? Jacob ends up with two, right? But Jacob did it. He ended up serving Laban, his uncle, pretty much being 14 years. He got two wives. I mean, how many of you would do that now after that? But two, right? Anyways, after his time with Laban, he goes back Laban, his uncle, pretty much and he knows Esau is somewhere and probably back home where he was. Right? And he's kind of Anyways, worried about that and what's going on. Laban, he up but he goes, when he gets back, back home, Laban, he has another encounter he knows with Elohim. Yeah, somewhere and probably back home where he was. Genesis chapter 32, 24 through 28. Worried about that and what's going on. And Yaakov was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. And when he saw that he did not overcome him, he touched the socket of his hip. Genesis chapter 32, 24 through 28. And the socket of Yaakov's hip was dislocated as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me let me go for the day break. But he said, I am not letting you go until you have blessed me. So he asked him, what is your name? And he said, Yaakov. And he said, your name is no longer called Yaakov, but Yisrael. Because you have striven with Elohim, and not letting you go have overcome. So he asked him, pretty amazing story there. And he said, Yaakov. Some say that he was actually struggling with God, but he go either way. Most people say it was was a messenger or an angel that he was struggling with. Some say that he was actually struggling with God. But anyways, the story goes that most Jacob held his own against this angel. And after they were done, he was blessed and his name was changed to Israel. Or, as we anyways anglicize it, Israel. That most Jacob held his own, which becomes the name for not only the nation that we know now, and the land they were given in the promised land to Israel. But the name Israel as Israel. That name for a group of people is the name that are the children and followers of the land they were given in the promised land. So, if you are born again, name Israel as Israel. If you, as the scripture says, if you confess with your mouth that Yeshua is Messiah, and believe in your heart that Yahweh raised him on the third day, then you shall be saved. 
you're saved, you are a part of Israel. Scripture says, if you confess with your mouth, you are Yeshua's Messiah. You have been brought into the fold. You have been on the third day. But this is where that name that is beginning. You are a part of Jacob's name. I'm sorry. Jacob's name you changed to Yisrael. Now Yisrael or Israel means someone who will name as God. A symbolic name or Jacob's name. Said Jacob, I'm sorry. Or the Jacob's name you changed to follow Yahweh, Yisrael, Yahweh's children. Now Yisrael or Israel means driver of bricks. Says this, Israel means God prevails. Which we know is Almighty. Or the Jacob's name you changed to follow Yahweh, and like it says, Yahweh's children. It was the second name. Jacob's name was changed to Briggs. Says this, Israel means God prevails. Which we know is Almighty. Or the Jacob's name you changed to follow Yahweh, now, another important thing here is change to driver Briggs. And something that's really neat, which we'll kind of get into here in just a moment. After he's had this wrestling with the angel, his name is changed, he's got the blessing. Then he goes on and comes up on his brother Esau. Kind of get into now. Remember, Esau, before he left, before Jacob left, Esau vows his name is changed, because Jacob then he goes on the birthright and blessing. Comes up on his brother Esau. Esau, right? That Esau thought he should be. Remember, Esau, before he left, before Jacob now Jacob's coming back, he's changed. And he's kind of up in the air. The birthright. Now, we didn't include scriptures about what exactly happened before they met. Remember, Esau, here, you go back and read it for yourself. Now, Jacob's coming back, he's changed. But Jacob divided his. Now, he had lots and lots of people with him, lots of animals and stuff before they met. Came back from labor. You go back and read it for yourself. So he divided those up, 32 and 33. And then he went up to meet Esau. He had lots and lots of here's what it says about animals meeting him when he went back to Esau. So he divided those up, 33 and he himself passed over before them and bowed himself to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. So when Jacob saw Esau on his way over, he himself passed over them and bowed himself to the ground on the ground to Esau. He came near seven times. So when Jacob saw that, on his way over, he himself passed over Esau. Jacob bowed himself to the ground. Seven on the ground to Esau, Esau came seven times. Okay. How many of you, by so show of hands, how many of you is your head exploding right now? Maybe you didn't catch this first time you read your Bible. Maybe you've never heard this before. How many of you, your minds are just blown? How many of you, by show of hands, how many of you is your head exploding right now? If you go into mainstream church maybe you've never heard this before. Most Christian teachers nowadays will stuff like that. They'll tell you and read to you certain parts of scripture. They say, you know, we only bow mainstream in the church, right? Maybe it's the only time we bow. We don't bow to anyone else. We only bow to God. They'll tell you and read to you. Actually, back during that time, say you know, only bow. Bowing was something. Maybe the only time we bow. We don't bow. People in that area, most cultures, did in order to show respect. And they did this not only to God, but they also did it to other people, other humans. People in that area. This is one example. Straight from scripture. 
order to show respect. Jacob is bowing down in this not only to God, Esau, but they are showing him respect to other people. Now, if you continue reading in your scripture, this is one read throughout your Bible, you'll see this happens over and over with other people, other humans as well, to Esau. The people bow down in front of King David. Now, if you continue reading in your scripture, this is one read throughout your Bible, you'll see this happens over and over with other people, other humans as well. But just to get back into in front nerdy of area, David. the word here from Baal is the Hebrew word Shaha, and that is Strong's H7812, which means to bow down, crouch, fall down area, whatnot. The word here from Baal is the Hebrew word Shaha. Brown Driver Briggs states pretty much the same way. He says one, bow down, bow down, prostrate himself, and it also gives examples here, right? So, let's bow down before a superior in homage. Brown driver bridge respect, respect, right? Pretty bow down before God in worship. Bow down, true. Bow down, bow down before false gods. And pagans did that. Here, right? Right? So, let's bow down before a superior in homage. Brown driver bridge respect, right? That's bow down before God in worship. Bow down, true. Bow down, bow down before false gods. And pagans did that. Here, think about John in the last chapter of Revelation. There's an example there. But yeah, this is something they did back then. Now, over the years, over the centuries, this has been the last chapter of incorrectly translated sometimes. Go back and look at this Strong's definition. But yeah, this is something that says one of the possible translations for it or meanings of it would be to worship. This has been the last chapter of incorrectly translated sometimes. That doesn't go back and look at this Strong's always holding. Yeah, this is something that says we're going to the Greek equivalent of Shahab or Baudang. The Greek word would be proskuneo. This is strong G4353. We're going to the proskuneo. Greek, and it means the same thing as Shahab. Right? It means to bow down and prostrate yourself. This is to show respect. We're going to the proskuneo. There's, and it means kiss the hand. Right? Or, you know, fall to the ground, to bow down, and then prostrate yourself. This is to show do homage. And it also goes on to list some ways it's used. Right? Kiss the hand. It's used to show homage. to the ground, to bow down. It was used to show homage to men of superior rank. Meaning, to Jewish priests, to Christ, to the beings, to God, to people, pagans. To show homage to men. And in fact, in the Hadashah, there are seven different Greek words which are translated as worship people, pagans, which makes it conflated with how we understand worship. There are seven different Greek Some translations are actually pretty good about that. Which are translated as worship. They'll translate proskuneo as bow down, not worship. Conflated, but a lot of times, proskuneo is. In the Brit Hadashah, some translations is actually correctly translated as worship. Then it's not proskuneo as it's not worship as we think of worship. As in worship proskuneo, right? Because obviously, some translations are only being that we should be worshiping the way we understand worship. It's not worship as we think of worship. But proskuneo means 
just bow down, show respect. Obviously, when you get into studying people in history like Alexander the Great, when he went into the Middle East and was conquering Persians, when you get into studying people in history like when he went into traditions and conquering cultural aspect of Boscaneo, bowing down to show respect to people of higher rank, further up in the hierarchy. He was Greek, right? And his fellow Greeks who were coming with him, they kind of got upset about Because they always thought bowing down was something dead in religious worship. And so to the Greeks, bowing down was a religious worship. Whereas they these Semitic cultures, down, like with down, the Hebrews, Greek, something right? did in bowing down was showing respect. And so to the Greeks, bowing down was a religious worship. Whereas the Semitic like with the Hebrews, you have the Hellenistic mindset, and you have the Semitic, or in this case specifically, the Hebrew mindset, the Hebraic mindset. So now it's time to ask yourself, how have you been taught and trained? Have you been taught and trained with a Hellenistic Mindset, or in this case specifically, the Hebrew. Now, me being raised in a Baptist church, I was brought up in the traditional churchianity, Hellenistic mindset, Greek mindset, but scripture specifically. The Hebrew. Now, me being raised in the Hadashah church, I was brought up in the New Testament, traditional churchianity, but scripture, which is why it shows humans. And then bowing down, showing respect in the New Testament to other humans. It wasn't as an aspect of worship. Now, speaking of Hadashah, we'll be getting into that in just a moment. And bring up the instances of references to Jacob. But just wanted to point that out real quick to see how many minds were born. Speaking of Hadashah, after you get into that, but moving on. Bring up another interesting thing to know. Genesis 33 17. And Jacob set out to Sukkot and built himself a house and made booths for his livestock. But that is not the name of the place is another interesting Sukkot. And yes, Genesis 33, Sukkot. And Jacob set out to Sukkot and built himself a house and made booths for his livestock. This is not the name of the place is another interesting Sukkot. This is the first mention of the word Sukkot in Scripture. And Jacob set out and how many festival of Sukkot? This is long before the people of Israel came out of Egypt and dwelled in Sukkot. Word Sukkot in Scripture. You had Jacob, who went to a place named Sukkot long before the and there Israel came out of Egypt and dwelled in Sukkot. Or tabernacle Sukkot for his life. had Jacob, very very interesting. Right? I thought it was a place named Sukkot. Now here is. The end of the story as far as the life of Jacob goes in Scripture. This is 49.33. And when Jacob ended commanding his son, he 
in his field up into the bed and breathed his last and was gathered to his people. Now this is where Yaakov or Jacob died. But this ended that verse was Genesis 49-33. But previously in the same chapter, Genesis 49, he gathered all 12 of his sons together and died. He made a statement over each one of Genesis 49-33. And we read that, but they in today's sleep portion, right? Chapter Genesis 49. Let's go back and review it again. And I'm going to present these in the order that the sons were born. And we read that. So as they read the scripture, it's not going to be the same order that the scripture is presented in chapter 49. And I'm going to present the blessings for each son that their birth were born. And we read that. First scripture is not going to be Reuben. He was first scripture presented in chapter 49. And Reuben, Yaakov says, Reuben, you are my firstborn, my power and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of exaltation, and the excellency of power. Rolling like water, you do not excel, but because you went up to your father's bed, then you defiled it. You are my firstborn. And I love this artist's portrayal of each of these and how it goes along with what Yaakov said about each of his sons. Because you went up to your father's bed, then go to Shimon and Levi. Shimon and Levi are brothers. Their weapons are implements of violence. Let my being not enter their council. Let my esteem not be united to their assembly, because they killed a man in their displeasure. And they tamed an ox. They lamed an ox. Their weapons are be their displeasure, for it is fear. And their wrath, for it is cruel. I divide them in Yaakov, because they scattered them in displeasure. And they tamed an ox. They lamed an ox. Their weapons be their displeasure, for it is fear. And their wrath, for it is we go to Yudah. I divide them in Yaakov. You, Yehuda, your brothers praise you. Your hand is on the neck of your enemies. Your father's children bow down before you. Yehuda is a lion's cub. From the prey you have gone up, my son. He bowed down, he crouched like a lion, and like a lion, he does rouse Your hand is on the neck of your enemies. The scepter shall not turn aside bow down before you. Nor an inscriber from the twins until Shiloh comes. And to him is the obedience of Hebrews. Binding his donkey to the vine, his donkey's colt to the choice vine, he washed his garments in wine, and his robes in the blood of grace. His eyes are darker than wine, and his teeth whiter than the obedience of Hebrews. Then we get to Dan. Dan rightly rules his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan is a serpent by the way, and adder by the eyes are darker than the horse's heels, so his rider falls backwards. Then we get to Dan. Dan rightly rules his people as one of the tribes of Israel. That we get to Naphtali. Naphtali is a deer let loose. He gives words of eloquence. Then Gad. Gad, a raiding band, raids him. He raids Naphtali. Bread from Asher is rich, and he gives delicacies of a sovereign. Then Yisachar. Gad, a raiding band, raids Yisachar is a strong donkey lying down between two birds. And he saw that a resting place was good, and that the land was delicacies, and he inclined his shoulder to bear a burden, and became a subject of slave labor. Now again, these are all the words that Yaakov spoke over his sons before he died. And he inclined his shoulder to bear a burden, and then Zebulun became a subject of Zebulun dwells at the seashore. He is for a haven for ships, and his border is unto his sons then Yosef. Yosef is an offshoot of a fruit-bearing tree, an offshoot of a fruit-bearing tree by a 
His branches run over a wall where a haven, and the archers have barely green teams. Shot at him and hated Yosef. Yosef, but his bow remained in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty one, Yaakov. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Yisrael. Shot at him, and the elder father who helps you, and by the almighty who blesses you with blessing in the arms of the heavens from above, blessings of the deep that rise beneath, blessings of the breast and of the womb. Blessings of your father have excelled the blessings of my ancestors up to the limits of the everlasting hill of heaven. They are on the head of Yosef and on the crown of the head of him who was separated from his brothers. And then finally the youngest, Benjamin, Benjamin is a wolf that tears in the morning he eats prey and at night he divides the head of him who was separated from his brothers. And then finally the youngest, Benjamin, so I just thought that was very, very interesting, not only what Jacob spoke over his children, but also this artist's portrayal of each of those things that Jacob spoke over his children. So I thought that was very, very interesting. Now, like I said, we get to the Yashar references about Jacob, also this artist's portrayal of, of course, we're going to get into the Hall of Faith, and that's going to be Hebrews chapter 11, in verses 8-9. I believe Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he was about to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. I believe he sojourned in the land of promise as a stranger. I believe Abraham and Tashbuk and Yahweh to the place which he was about to receive as an inheritance. Very interesting stuff here. Remember back at the very beginning in the land of promise we stated in read from scripture that Yaakov was a man who dwelt in tents, right? Right here in Hebrews, we're reading, remember that not only did Yaakov dwell in tents, but you can see that he stated at the same time, Yaakov was a man who dwelt in tents, right? Specific number of years. Right here in Hebrews, well, at the same time, in tents with his father Isaac and his grandfather Abraham. But you can see that three of the patriarchs were together for a certain amount of times, together, which I thought very, very interesting to note. In tents with his father Isaac and his grandfather Abraham. But you can see that three of the patriarchs together for them. Romans 9:11 through 15, which I thought. Right here, yet before they were born or had done any good or evil, in order that the purpose of Elohim, according to choice, might stand, not of works, but of him who calls, it was said to her, The greater shall serve the lesser. Yet as it has been written, Yaakov I have loved, and Esau I have hated. What then shall we say? Is there unrighteousness with Elohim? Let it not be. For he says to Moshe, I shall favor whomever I favor, and I shall have compassion. Whenever I have what compassion, then shall we say? Now this phrase, Yaakov have I loved and Esau have I hated, where he says, this actually comes in Moshe from the Sinai. That comes from Malachi chapter one, verses two and three. I have loved you, said Yaakov. Have you asked? In what way have you loved us? Was not Esau Yaakov's brother? Declares Yahweh. And I love Yaakov, but I have hated Esau and have laid waste his mouth. I have loved his inheritance or the jackals of the wilderness. In way, have you loved us? Now, I'm just bringing this up for the point of saying it was a reference to Esau. This definitely would be a much, much deeper study on what's going on. I'm just bringing this up for the I encourage you to do that. We're going to do a draw on it later on, but it'll be time soon. But yeah, this is just to point out what 
would be a much various references are to Yako in the Britain. I heard you do that. So, more completely losing my voice. Get tongue tied. But yeah, let's go ahead and just point out, wrap this up a little bit. In some various references to Patriarch Yako Jacob and Yako, he was one of the three patriarchs of the scriptures, right? Along with Abraham and Isaac, he was the son of Isaac and the grandson of Abraham. All three of the patriarchs coming back to back to back in their generations. He was one of the three patriarchs of He had a twin brother named Esau, Abraham and Isaac, and he deceived his father for a blessing. And the grandson of Abraham, all three of the patriarchs were doing so because he pretty much had the deed to that birthright at that point. He had a twin brother named Esau, you decided for yourself. And he deceived his father for a blessing. Again, he served 14 years to get the woman he loved. Pretty much had the deed to that birthright. Then 14 years, he ended up with two wives, then eventually four. But he served 14 years in order to obtain the wife he fell in love with. 14 years to get the woman he loved. He, like I said, had four wives. Leah, Bilhah, which is Leah's handmaid. Zilpah, which is Rachel's handmaid. In order to obtain and Rachel, he fell in love with. 14 years. He ended up fathering 12 sons and one daughter. He had four wives. Leah, he wrestled with an angel or a messenger of Elohim, which is Rachel's handmaid. His name was changed to Yisrael for Israel. He ended up fathering 12 sons and one daughter. Now, like I said, if you would like to read for yourself the story of the life of Jacob or Yaakov, you can find that in Genesis chapter 25, and it goes through Genesis chapter 49. Almost exactly. Like I said, you have to read book for reading yourself the story of the We'd like to thank you for joining us tonight for tonight's live stream, our tour portions, and our jobs and all that good stuff. We really do appreciate you being here for all that and bearing with us through some tongue-tied times. In just a moment, we'll be doing the Aaronic Benediction. So if you're watching at home and you would like to have anyone together with you as we do the Aaronic benediction, go ahead and start gathering them together. But while you're doing that, make sure to go down below and leave us a comment. Just say Shalom or hi or Shabbat Shalom or whatever you might've gotten out of tonight's drosh or Torah portions or what have you. Just leave us a comment down below because we love hearing from you. Make sure to also hit that subscribe button and ring the bell and hit that like button and also the share button and share it around with friends, family, coworkers, or what have you. If you're watching this right now, like we always say, you're bound to know someone else who would enjoy this type of content also. Maybe you know them on the other side of the world and only know them on the internet, but you probably know someone. So just go ahead and hit that share button and share it around because word of mouth advertising is the best and has been the best for thousands of years. So keep it going, spread the word. Like I said, next week's drosh is going to be all about adultery, so stay tuned for that, both literal and metaphorical. So see how that plays out next week at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the God Honest Truth, well, I would say YouTube channel, but we're on YouTube, Odyssey, Facebook, and Twitch, so any of those that you prefer. 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time next Friday. So, let's go ahead and get to our Aaronic Benediction. 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time next Friday. So, 
Let's go ahead and get to our Aaronic benediction. Eastern Standard Time next Friday. So, let's go ahead and get to our Aaronic benediction. May Yahweh make his face and light upon you and be gracious May Thank you once again for joining us tonight. We hope you got something out of it and enjoyed tonight's service. We hope that you have a wonderful and restful Shabbat. We hope that the week coming up is filled with good food, good fortune, good spirits, good health. All the things that can be good and blessed upon you, we hope that you have that in this next upcoming week. And until we meet again, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Shabbat Shalom and Shavuot Tov. is great.